Welcome to You Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are here each Sunday at 6.30 a.m. on 99.1 FM KGX and 9 a.m. on 92.3 FM KWXY. We also invite you to download and subscribe to our podcast. It is really easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes, look for You Learn Something New, press subscribe, and you will get a new show each week. This show, of course, is produced by my dynamic duo of student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Jasmine Rivera and Myra Canseco. And ladies, thank you, thank you for the hard work that you've been doing every single week since last July. And I know you're getting ready to graduate pretty soon. We are certainly going to miss you, but we are grateful for everything that you've done. And today I am very pleased to welcome back my monthly co-host, our visual and performing arts coordinator, Barbara Anglin. Welcome back. Thank you, Joan. I'm always happy to be here. And we're always happy to have you. And she has brought with her one of our favorite guests, and that's Ms. Kaisa Thurston Frary, who is the Vice President of Education at the McCallum Theater. Welcome back, Kaisa. Thanks so much for having me. It's, um, I, I'll, uh, I'll just be up front here and share with everybody, just in case anybody pops in and said, didn't we talk about that last time? I'm going to tell you that we recorded a show a little couple months ago, actually, and um, Unfortunately, it was a new program I was trying to figure out because with all this remote stuff, I've been kind of just working through kinks and finding the best possible way to do it. And that show, unfortunately, really sounded awful. I mean, it was not, it wasn't good. And then, Kaisa, I don't know if you remember, I cut you off at the end. And I mean, it was just, yeah. it was pretty much a fiasco. So thank you ladies for bearing with me and I'm glad that we are able to do this again and it's gonna be even better now. Well, there, so. there you go, technical difficulties or, or, or not. <laughs> we had a pretty nice conversation, right? So it's always good to be back talking to you both. Oh, thank you. And you know, unfortunately no one else heard it. So we're gonna <laughs> pretend it didn't happen and we're gonna um, just move forward. So Barbara, how are you doing? Wonderful. You know, we're just learning, kind of like you just said, Joan, trying to provide the, the arts programming that we have been in person virtually. And like you, we've learned things along the way and we just keep going. Right. And, you know, it's all, I mean, here we are now, the end of April. So, and we are recording a little in advance. So there's a, a good possibility that by the time you're listening to this, we actually have some kids in school, at least at the elementary level, yeah. a couple of days a week. Um, I, I can't, I can't swear to that because as we record, we're not there yet, but we're pretty darn close. So um, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. More people are getting vaccines, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So Absolutely. that's thing. Yeah, let's hope. I mean, there there sure are a lot of uh, problem solving going on, right? So uh, your story here about this recording, I think it's just an example having to do right now, and that is to try things out, you know, see if it works, and then 
uh, quickly figure out a way to adapt and change it up if it doesn't. And I think it really, um, it really emphasizes how important that skill set is to uh, be a creative problem solver. And of course, that's something that we do uh, stress and and help build with all of our programming in the arts, right? So, it it feels like we're doing really important things, but that we're also have a we're having a chance to put our skill set to the test during these times. Yeah, no kidding. And um, it's been I know Barbara and I have talked about it on our previous shows. The wonderful amount of creativity that we've seen amongst the students and the staff, especially in the performing and visual arts arena, with trying to navigate in a, a virtual environment and still be productive and still come up with products and education for our kids that's meaningful. And Right, right, Barbara? <laughs> Every time I think we talk about it, and I think the McCallum Aesthetic Program is one more example of that, how to take their in-person fifth grade program and bring it to the students virtually. And they've done an amazing job at it. Yeah, and I, um, the McCallum and the work that is done with our students is certainly no exception to that. So Kaisa, why don't you give us an overview of how things have been working this year? Well, it's been working really well. Uh, we pivoted and we decided to offer up our aesthetic education program uh, virtually. So for Palm Springs Unified School District, that means that we're running uh, there, we have a couple of schools that are working with us full faculty every classroom. That's Sunny Sands Elementary um, in Cathedral City and Rancho Mirage Elementary in Rancho Mirage. But we also run since many years now uh, what we refer to as our fifth grade project, where we actually offer services and work with every fifth grade classroom in the district across 16 elementary schools. And, um, you know, starting out then at the beginning of the school year, uh, we weren't quite sure. I mean, Barbara came back to me right away and said, yes, we absolutely want to collaborate with you as far as the fifth grade project goes. We're not quite sure we can, you know, make it mandatory this year, but let's put it out there and let's see what we get. And to, I think, both uh, of our, you know, surprise, right? We, 12 out of 16 schools came back and said, yes, we want to do this, which I had, you know, been optimistically thinking that, well, if we get six or eight, great, you know, <laughs> but the fact that 12 schools wanted to keep that door open, wanted to, you know, explore this with us and our teaching artists have had uh, wonderful experiences with teachers and students and we've discovered there's so much creativity on behalf of your you know, your teachers in your district. Um, and some of the schools have taken on exploring two works of art. That's a nice little, mm -hmm. uh, little um, privilege then that we can offer this year because, you know, we don't have to book buses and there's not a lot of, you know, extra sort of logistics that have to be figured out in order to make this available silver linings that we're discovering. And I also think that, you know, some of it 
we're going to keep in the future. So we're discovering that it's very effective and, and nice to do planning meetings on Zoom. For, you know, that might be an aspect of the work in the future we, we keep in place. So everything that we're discovering about um, the um, use of technology, I mean, my brain is constantly just thinking about, okay, how we can do this when we're back you know doing what we of course want to do which is to be together live and we want to have students come to the theater and see live performances but what of this can we maximize the use of in the future and then we're oh, go yeah, ahead and then we're you know delighted to be working with with the entire faculty for example at, at Rancho Mirage Elementary so we've just had two teaching artists in residency there this spring um, and the same thing at Sunny Sands, where, you know, our teaching artists are not just working in fifth grade, but working across all grade levels. Uh, and I was just going to say that this is not a surprise to me, and probably not to Barbara either, that there were so many of our teachers and principals who said we're in, regardless of whether it's in-person or virtual, because of how... Um, much valued, how much the programs valued yes. each and every year. Right, Barbara? Absolutely. What quality programming that the McCallum brings to our teachers and to our students. I, I feel like that right now the programming they're bringing virtually is just as high quality, you know, via, via Google Classroom and Zoom with the teaching artists as it is in person. I know there's nothing you can, you know, replace the, the contact, you know, of seeing the kid's eyes right up close to you, but um, it, it, it's the same and just the same quality. And, and then our kids, it's so important for them to have experiences with live performances, but the two um, um, experiences they are having virtually recorded are wonderful and so that's better than nothing right now with our students to be able to have these experiences that many of them have never had before absolutely and these are kaisa these are live classes right they're not because i know that some some things that we're doing the the teacher records and then it's it's kind of you know blasted to not blasted, that's the wrong word. Presented <laughs> to students um, at whatever time is available to do that. These are actual live classes with the kids, right? Yes, these are live classes. So the teaching artist meets with each classroom individually four times, usually three times prior to them seeing the work of art. And the work of art then, in this case, what we're offering this year as part of this program is a dance, contemporary dance performance, uh, The Planets, and an, a, a play, The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane by 24th Street Theater. And both, both of those performances are recorded, right? But the session with the teaching artist is live, synchronous. Um, so, you know, most of your teachers are really letting us know that that is going really well, that the students are eager, that they're waiting for the the, the the day of the week when they get to meet and you know be creative with the teaching artist. Um, uh, I just heard from a couple of the fifth grade teachers uh, 
and one of them was saying, you know, that I was so proud and happy to see the students' excitement with the work and their joy when working with Miss Karen. Overall, this unit is my favorite, and I hope to be able to teach to it every year. Now, that's one teacher in Palm Springs Unified, you know, that has been with us for many years, been a partner for many years. So those are the kinds of things that I get really excited about when I when when I get that kind of feedback back from teachers. Um, Absolutely, that's that's fabulous. And another teacher uh, at Rio Vista was talking, you know, about how um, how the miraculous journey of Edward Tulane had so many valuable themes in a time where students are struggling. Many have lost loved ones and uh, or are just depressed from being at home. I felt the themes of never losing hope and everlasting love couldn't have come at a better time. Mm. Um, you know, so those are the kinds of things that we're hearing back from, from teachers, and that's very rewarding. So I think our, our conclusion is, you know, that this was very worthwhile. And obviously the work will be going on through the end of the school year. Um, so... And we are, as a, as a not-for-profit arts organization, we realize that we are going to have to continue to, to work online probably for, for a, a little while before we once again can gather large you know, groups of people, whether it be adults or students, at the theater. So it's really important for us to, to try to do it as well as we possibly can. And that's what I was going to say is that the arts are always essential. They're always important part of our students and our teachers' lives. I think right now they're even more important as an outlet for what's going on in our students' and our teachers' lives. So for the Callum being able to provide this for our students um, is essential. Absolutely. And I think, I think there's still a good number of people that don't really buy into the um it's not a theory it's a fact that the arts are essential because it's not just about you know being entertained it's so much more than that and um and the, the difference that we see in the academic and the social emotional yeah. uh, you know thriving of our kids or not it, it comes a lot from those kind of experiences that they're having mm -hmm. you nailed it joan you summed it up absolutely yeah and and so i i think you know I, I, and one thing you know we've i've been through um what two more superintendents since she left and now i'm gonna be Barbara and I will be headed to another one pretty soon because uh, Dr. Lyon is retiring in a couple of months, which I'm so sad about. But anyway, that's a topic for another show. But when Lori McCune was here um, back, what it's it's probably been close to ten years oh now, uh, and there were you know major cuts going on in school districts. Uh, Lori McCune actually went the other way and proposed to the Board of Education that we're not only not going to cut the arts, but we're going to hire somebody to expand our 
offerings to our kids and what we're able to do for our kids because it's so important. And that's when we hired Louisa Higgins, who um, is now doing the yeoman's work, not only for our district, but the entire county. So, and, and now Barbara's carrying yep. on what she started here. And, and we have, we have amazing partners like the McCallum Theater, and um, it, it, the kids are the beneficiaries of that. Yes. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Learn Something New Every Day on KGX and KWXY, and my guests are my uh, monthly co-host, our, our visual and performing arts coordinator, Barbara Anglin, and one of our favorite guests, Ms. Kaisa thurston Freire. She's the Vice President of Education at the McCallum Theater. And we're talking about our partnership with the McCallum Theater. And I think you wanted to say something, Kaisa? She dropped. Well, we're gonna continue and hopefully she'll pop back in. Um, so what we're, um, what we're doing with the McCallum is really just one example of everything that has continued this year, um, despite the pandemic, despite having to be virtual. Um, what else has amazed you this year with what's going on in, in a good way? <laughs> you know, we um, were very lucky that Desert X approached us. Um, they're doing a, um, of, of installation, there's the word, um, with students across the Coachella Valley. And we have um, two of our schools, Two Bunch Palms um, Elementary and Sierra Vista Charter that participated in that. Um, a, an artist, they provided um, canvases to the fourth and fifth grade students and they got to create whatever they wanted. And then the canvases were took back for the Desert X um, installation. So I think what amazed me is that, you know, um, Desert X, of course, is out in the desert and it's lots of people being together, but they're finding a way to still have Desert X and include students in that. And I just, I thought that was amazing as well. Wow, that's and awesome. Think, go on. And yeah, go ahead. And no, I was you just go ahead. Continue that. That same spirit is with, as you were saying, we have all these wonderful art partners in the Coachella Valley and all of them have that same spirit. Like how can we continue to provide the arts to the students virtually? And maybe we've had some stop and goes and things like work and don't work. And we learn with each new quarter and we just, we just keep going because if we positively affect one student with the program, then it was all worthwhile. And we're so lucky here in the oh. Valley because we have so many art partners and we don't have to share them with a huge county. Like Orange County has <laughs> to share all their, you know, art partners and we're smaller, so we get more. <laughs> Amen to that. And I think Tyson just popped back in. I'm glad to have Thank you Thank you. Yes, I don't know what happened there, but something did. It's it's okay, and I'm glad you're back. And I think that you were going to say something when I was giving the program ID, and you got cut off. Do you remember well, what you it was? you were talking about Lori McCune, you know, and making that important choice about boosting the arts programming rather than cutting it out. And um, 
that was the birth of this program. I remember, you know, sitting at that meeting table with Lori and a number of other people, some school board members and and a few uh, of our board members from the McCallum Theater and thinking up what we could be doing that eventually would affect, you know, um, every student in the school district. And that's how the idea of the fifth grade project was born. Yeah. And so we're now on our 15th year, I believe. Um, and we're so happy about this partnership. And it is pretty remarkable, you know, that we get to work with and partner with every fifth grade teacher and every fifth grade student across the district. Um, so that kudos to, to Palm Springs Unified. And you mentioned Louisa and, you know, uh, it's like this is a program that's lasted through a, a number of superintendents, a number of uh, or well, on our second now arts administrator. Um, and it's alive and well, and it's like weathering this pandemic. And, you know, so there's so much to be happy about there. And we have some fantastic partners in your fifth grade teachers that have been with the program for many, many years. So we're, we're building, you know, um, we're building experience and, and skills in, in your team members that they are then sharing with students year after year after year, which is just really amazing. Kaisa, you have, speaking of leadership, you have a new leader. Yes, we do have a new uh, CEO at the at the theater, Jamie Grant, um, and that's an interesting thing during th this kind of a you know year because it's 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 challenging to to be uh, weathering this pandemic. But it's yes, it's great uh, uh, to have Jamie on board. We, we've been working very hard on thinking about uh, what the theater, how the theater needs to come out of this and how we need to be uh, serving the community and how we need to build support and partnership and engage the community. It's been, um, even though it's been a challenging year, it's been a very rewarding uh, year in, in, in that respect. Uh, do they, like, what's it, what's it gotta be before you're able to open the theater? I, that's a terrible question to ask you because yeah. I don't know. Because I don't think we, I don't think any of us know. It changes yeah. all the time. It changes all the but, time. And, you know, so it's a question of uh, when the theater would be allowed to once again open its doors uh, and how to what capacity. You know, we know that when restaurants are allowed to open back up, they can open back up to 25% capacity. If, you know, so what is that going to look like for the theater? Um, and uh, maybe more important then that is, you know, when we are allowed to open, are people going to feel safe, you know, enough to attend? So there are a lot of things um, that, you know, make it very ambiguous. Sounds like uh, some of our questions, too. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, let's hope uh, the next time we have you on the show, things are going to be a lot different and we can we can, you know, rejoice in the fact that theater's back because we miss it. Um, also, Kaisa, we usually like, you know, celebrate aesthetic education and the McCallum celebrates our educators at 
an event, uh, a really nice reception that I love to go to every year, and unfortunately, not this year, um, that happens right before the annual open call. So an open call is um, like our own kind of, um, uh, it's, it's auditions and then the best of the best get to perform and they get prizes and the audience gets to vote and it's so much fun every year. Well, that, that, that didn't happen this well, year, Well, huh? we, um, no, we're, so we're not doing open call uh, this year, um, at least not yet and, uh, and not in its original format. Um, last year, right. you know, right before the pandemic hit and forced us to close, we had actually run um, our uh, auditions and we had announced our finalists. And what what happened was that we ended up producing a television special in collaboration with the KESQ. Um, and we produced a music video that was uh, sort of in lieu of our very uh, popular uh, finale number of open call that features all the finalists. We we collaborated with the Living Desert in Palm Desert and we did an outdoor shoot. Um, so for anybody that's curious about open call and want to get a little sort of open call feel, you can still go to McCallum's YouTube channel and watch the, um, the TV special there and or just the music video. And those both of those are still amassing views we're over close to 6000 views if you combine the two so we feel like we have an opportunity to still kind of promote open call the finalists did a fantastic job and, and the Liza wrote the theme song for it. Yes, I did. I did with my colleague uh, and our music director, Paul Cracciolo. We, we kind of do it every year and we chose because we realized in, in early February, we realized that, you know, the pandemic was on its way. And so we chose a theme that we felt was very current to the, to the times, uh, which was together. Um, so we we think it's kind of inspirational and fun and and most importantly it features some amazing talent from our very own community among them some Palm Springs Unified School District high school students from Cathedral City High School uh, the clarinet ensemble that is that's my favorite moment in our that music video uh, because they arrived their time to come on to the location was at sunset so they're captured and the wind had picked up right so the clarinet ensemble those students from cat city are just pictured in this amazing sunset light and the wind is like blowing through their hair and then they're playing their cl clarinets and it's just really really a gorgeous part of that video so for nothing else all of you who are listening should watch the video just to experience that and where is the, the video is housed on the Callum theater's youtube channel Okay, so how do they get to that? They just yeah, Google on yeah. YouTube McCallum Theater. YouTube McCallum Theater, okay. and that'll pop up. And also available there as of just a month and a half ago or so is um, uh, our episode of uh, the Ghost Light series, which is a free offering that McCallum Theater is putting together to kind of carry people over. Um, so there might even be a couple of episodes of the Ghost Light series available on our YouTube channel also. 
But then I wanted to say also for, for anyone who's listening, uh, we're not doing open call, but we did launch in March, uh, mid-March, an online series of uh, performances and workshops. So if you log on to our website at mccallumtheater.com and you click on education and you go to online series, you can access um, um, a number of performances and, and workshops. Um, uh, up until the end of May, we'll have this available. Um, and uh, they're offered at no cost, thanks to the generous funding that we that we have from from uh, some of our donors and uh, a number of foundations. Um, and there's a great uh, opportunity for teachers, but also parents. Uh, we, we do encourage our school families to take advantage of this as well. So again, mccallumtheater.com, click on education, go to online series and check out what we have available there. I love that. Thank you, Kaisa. That's a great way to wrap things up. And of course, it's uh, Kaisa said it's free, but they will gladly take your donations because that open call every year, uh, they pass the hat and a lot of that money, it just goes right back into aesthetic education. So thank you, Kaisa, for everything that you do. And Barbara, thank you for being here and we'll see you in the next month for sure. Our show airs each Sunday right here on KWXY and KGX. Our podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look if you learned something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you again, ladies, and we'll Thank see you, you next week.